Good morning. The idea of hearing from God is really important, and this is one of the things that I struggled with because being an evangelist, I needed more specifics. I needed to know where I was, what I was doing there, how things begin to work. For instance, uh, I went to a town in Mobile, Alabama, and uh, I remember that uh, uh, a lady came for counseling, and I looked through the window, and there's a, 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 a blue pickup truck, this old-style pickup truck, blue, and two children inside with the windows cracked. And the mother is with me right there. And next door is the secretary of the church. And uh, I needed to hear from the Lord. I mean, what do we do? Talk for an hour? I don't have time for that. And so I needed to know why she was there. And I had a word that came to my mind, you know, a fruit stand. That's an old story that I tell a lot. Well, it turned out to be the fruit stand is what she's been taking care of for the last five, six years with two children, and the husband is a very successful architect. Her diamond ring is a 10-carat diamond ring in her hand. So why is she doing a fruit stand? Well, I belong to her father. And, of course, you know, since that happened so fast, uh, I say, how much you want for the, for the fruit stand? She said, sixteen five. We prayed and she sold Monday. So hearing then became very important. Because I was able then to deal with the problem in front of me and not so, so talkative. The problem with counseling outside of the work of the Holy Spirit, that you've got to be uh, totally ignorant of what the Holy Spirit stands for if you don't uh, participate of it of the Holy Spirit, in terms of counseling. It can cut your time. I read a book on that. <coughs> and you need to read it. It's called uh, Praying with Accuracy. Now, I'm not the only one who wrote, who wrote, who, who, who wrote the, a book like that. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. But we, as, uh, as I am a, a Methodist, uh, we dismiss that type of people because they know nothing. But as you study Wesley, John Wesley you begin to get the idea that that man heard from God. Charles Wesley heard from God 3,000 hymns. I mean, hymns, I don't know how many hymns, but John Wesley, 3,000 sermons. And so, the problem then is this. As you begin to continue to, uh, to, to counsel people in the days that we are coming now, this is a new day, America is going through a, a metamorphosis change. There's a, a, a sense of anger and bitterness, and it, it, it might be toward the, the proper president right now, but I believe the next president, be a Democrat or a Republican, that will be the same. But there is uh, loose demons uh, in Washington, D.C., in the hundreds. And... Uh, it, it questions the future of this country, the future of democracy, and uh, what we're going to do with it. It has to do some with abortion. And I, I tell you, abortion will be overturned. There's no question it will now be overturned. Uh, I'm paying for abortions right now. 
And Obama, President Obama, should not have the, the power to take my money and use for abortion when I'm against abortions. That's my, my, my view. I'm a pro-lifer. I don't believe that a woman should abort a child and make me, me to pay for it. That's my bone with abortion. The payment. <laughs> so, what's happening in the world today? How are you able to relate to others, minister to others, and hear from God? And so, we started dealing with dreams. And uh, yesterday I started a series of Greek words that relate to dreams. And dreams are different from one another. And so, in order to understand dreams, this is a good study. If you are going to help people with dreams, you need to know what I'm going to teach you today. Amen? So in dreams, when referring to a regular dream, like a, a normal night of sleep, if a dream is of spiritual nature, then the Greek word here is onar, O-N-A-R. It's a Greek word that simply says that uh, uh, this dream is is for, for, for the, the common people. Anybody can have a dream like that. That's the basic of all dreams, onar. Matthew 2.12. Take a look. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Right. So the Magi were warned by, by in a dream that they should not go back the same way they came. Uh, from the from the east, and of course, all of them heard the same thing, and they agreed because uh, uh, Herod, King Herod, is trying to kill the firstborn, and uh, and of course, you know, uh, uh, Joseph heard the same, and he took off to Egypt to a dream, a regular dream. So the nature of this dream simply means that it can protect your life from harm. A vision can protect your life from harm. I'll tell you a, 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 a vision. I'm not studying vision today. It's going to become, it'll probably begin Thursday uh, or next week. But uh, we were in our bus in Brazil having ice cream. And suddenly a storm came in, those that pour in, Ten inches of rain. I mean, heavy storm. Now, we were at the bottom of a hill, which is where the ice cream place is. And as you go back, you have to go up in order to get back to the mission to the backside. And, uh, and so when I saw the water passing, carrying the chairs, okay, the group got on the bus real fast and... The bus moved in seconds because the water could get inside of the bus to the, to the, to the door. You understand? When you open the door of the bus, the water can go up there inside of the bus. That would just destroy the bus. And the engine is lower. It would just flood the engine. So I got the guys inside of the bus and I head toward the tunnel. And I had a vision that I should turn right. And we turned right. And we kept on going up. And the funny thing is, there was no water on that street going up. But the main drag, cars are passing, cars are just running. So we went straight up, 
And then I made a right turn and got into the top of the mountain, which the water wasn't flooding and flushing as it was downstairs. Because when I looked and I passed by, cars were passing by, five, six cars being carried by water, and we, 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 we missed the torrent because we're staying behind a very heavy building. And the building protects us. The water is coming this way, and the water is going down, and the bus stopped here until it cleared, and then we head on home. Now, I had a vision. So, in case of a dream, this is very important. The Magi said, uh, 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 we're going back the other way. How are we going back the other way? Well, let's go through Marietta, and we get down there. Not, 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 not north on I-20, on 85. We're going to go to, to 120, to Marietta, all the way to 75, and, that, and that's what they did. Look at Matthew twenty-seven nineteen. Get your microphone and be ready, okay? Matthew twenty-seven nineteen. When he was sat down on the judgment seat, his wife sent unto him, saying, Have thou nothing to do with that just man? For I have suffered many things this day in a dream because of him. This is the wife of Pontius Pilate. She had a dream uh, uh, as to what... Pontius Pilate should do with Jesus. And, her, and she said, for last night I suffered greatly in a dream because of him. Now, that's a, that's a woman that's not, not part of the kingdom. This was done to an unbeliever. An unbeliever heard from God that Jesus was being crucified. And the Holy Spirit began to co- try to convict her. So, that's part, that, that's on our, Okay? Going good, Dad John? Yep. On our. Let's go to the second one. The next one I shared yesterday with you a little bit is in Nupinum. In Nupinum. N I O N. So it's E N U P N I O N. Now these are Greek words. You can go into Acts 2.17, research this, and you'll find the word Inupium. Acts 2.17. Who's going to read that? Okay, Acts 2.17. And uh, what makes Enupian so important is because he's total surprised. It's not expected. Notice that the one I mentioned to you about uh, Onar is about uh, protection, is, is about uh, uh, somebody dying. It's, it's like emergency. And, uh, but it's a, it's a spiritual nature dream. Okay, they come to somebody about something very important. Now, onuption is, is total surprise. A dream that carries the Greek word onuption. It stresses a dream that speaks of surprise. Unexpected. Okay, so let's take a look. All right, it says, And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions. So, in this sense, uh, he is out of nowhere prophesying, speaking a prophetic word that uh, in the future, men shall dream dreams. So, it's not dealing with now. He's prophesying that in the future, dreams will come as a total surprise to people who love God. So, it's it, it's it's a it's a, a total surprise. He is he is prophesying Joel chapter two. This is what he is uh, quoting in Acts two seventeen. Okay, total surprise. 
Let's go to C. Uh, the third. The next type of a dream, uh, it's a type of dream that comes with a vision. That's totally different. It is beholding a sight, an appearance that will shake you. Meaning, it wake you up with an unbelievable vision in the dream. So you're dreaming, you're sleeping, you got your pillow going. Suddenly, suddenly, you, you're dreaming. But in the dream, you see a vision. Now, a lot of people have that. A lot of people sleep, and they have dreams. And so the first thing you got to do is to ask them, what are, you were dreaming, weren't you? Yes, I was dreaming. And you saw in your dream a vision. Okay, that's Horama. H-O-R-A-M-A, Horama. Very popular. Now, if you are a teacher, a counselor, and a woman come to your office, and she said, I'm having dreams, and I'm, I'm sleeping, and, and, I, and I, well, you're, not, not, you're not having a vision, you're having a vision in the dream. Okay? So this is when Peter, James, and John comes from the Mount of Transfiguration, saying, tell the vision to no one, Jesus said. Read, read, uh, read uh, Matthew 17, 9. <clears throat> And as they came down from the mountain, Jesus charged them, saying, Tell the vision to no man until the Son of Man be risen again from the dead. Okay. So, so they are on the top of the mountain. Okay. And they are, they are uh, looking. Suddenly, a cloud comes in. And they're engulfed with this cloud. Okay. And they go into a... A vision, they see something in the air, okay? And so, in a Horama case, it's a waking vision. They see, they, they go into a trance, they go into a sleep, and they see the vision. So, what I'm saying to you is that in the Horama, it's not the physical that sees the vision. It's not physically able to see it. It is a vision that comes in a dream. So you go into a sleep state, and there you see. Horama. Take a look at uh, Acts 9, 10, 11, and 12. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. And he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him. Now, read a little slower okay. so we can hear and there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. Okay. So identify Ananias now as the one who's going to have this dream. And to him said the Lord in a vision. Okay. Ananias. And he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. Okay. Now, Horama means that he is asleep. And in the sleep he has a vision. Okay. Take a look at Acts 16, 9, and 10. Horama indicates that there is sleep and dream on the vision. Say it. Horama is, a, is sleeping 
and a vision comes. Now, it's more clear in Acts 16, 9, and 10, as Paul... I got it right here. Go ahead. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. Okay, now, do you, do you see that? A vision appeared to Paul in the night. So, he's asleep. How do you know that that's the case? Because Horama is that's the way it is. So, you're sleeping and then you have a vision in your sleep. Now, does that help you to explain what's going on with someone? Number one, if you can't identify the type of dream, you can't identify and build the Christian saying, it's okay, you're not having nightmares. God is trying to say something to you. God is trying to speak to you. And God is trying to tell you about certain things. Okay? In the, so, so what happened uh, with uh, Acts 16.9, John? Go ahead and read it again. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. Okay, go ahead. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. So she is asleep, suddenly has a vision, and this guy stands with, in front of him from Macedonia. Now, how do you know he's from Macedonia? Because that funny hat. That's got to be. There was something about this man that gave him being from Macedonia. You understand? So he actually saw a person. Now, there's a lot of things here, but when he saw it, he identified being from Macedonia. But more important being from Macedonia was that the man spoke and said, uh, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And help us. There was a plea for help, meaning that a prophet, he was with, uh, it, was, it was Paul and Barnabas. And they were looking for direction. Immediately, the word says, John, look at that next verse. Immediately. And, and after he had seen the vision, immediately he endeavored to go into Macedonia. Meaning that in the morning, in the time he heard the vision, in other words, he, he was asleep and rest and got into, God, God stopped the dream and stopped the sleep and gave a vision in his dream what he is thinking. He's probably... Anxious, waiting. There's, there's a, there's a horama where two things work together. And he, he got up at that mo- right moment. Barnabas, get your guitar, let's go. And they, and they head on to Macedonia. Right? I don't know who was with Paul during that trip, but it's the, it is the, the first missionary journey. It was Paul and Barnabas. And there's somebody, Mark, I think. Uh, amen. Okay, does that does that respond to your question? Am I communicating with you? Yes. Okay, so let's take a look and look back. Okay, so so on our is a regular type of dream that that reveals to you some danger and situations ahead and and of spiritual nature. Uh, an option uh, is a, is a total surprise. You know, young men shall see visions. What do you say? I mean, prophesying right on top. Okay. The third is Horama, which is a which is a waking vision, waking asleep to get a vision in it, and and Ananias is the most the clearest example uh, there. But there's several others that I have here, but we don't have time to to deal with that. Now the the next one is is the fourth one 
is, uh, it occurs only twice in the New Testament. And, uh, but let me explain about uh, horasis, H-O-R-A-S-I-S, horasis. H-O-R-A-S-I-S. Now, in, in, in Greek, it does not recognize physical perception, meaning, or, 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 or physical ability to, to sense something. Both, it's all external and internal, okay? Does not recognize physical perception and non-physical. Physical perception and non-physical perception. Meaning, uh, physical perception is when you feel something. And you explain, I'm feeling something. Non-physical, I don't feel anything. They don't deal with that in Greek. All that Greek does is to talk about internal and external. It doesn't deal with... Uh, uh, perception that is physical and non-physical, but internal and external, that's all. It puts, it's one category. So we see in here that there are then two set of eyes, the physical eye and the spiritual eye, because it deals with external and internal. And this is really good to know so you have an idea of what Paul is speaking of in Ephesians 1.18. So I want to ask somebody to read Ephesians one eighteen, but begin, begin on verse fifteen, because this happens in a prayer. Okay. Okay. You have that. You said. Oh. First Ephesians one eight one fifteen. Oh, one fifteen. It's a prayer. Okay. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints. Cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Let's begin right there. Read that again. The whole thing? No, the second verse, the 16th. Okay. Verse 16. Cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Okay, okay the spirit of wisdom and revelation. He's referring to the idea that... Don't just keep on going on. Just a He's referring to the idea that I'm praying for you that you have some revelation from God in your life. Now, it's very, very rude, very accusatory, and very ignorant for anyone to say that only charismatics can have a revelation. Not right. Revelation is something that comes to a man of God when he is trying to do the best he can in the pulpit to bless the people of God. God reveals himself in a message, in a sermon. Uh, I, I've been listening to Jerry Varnado preach at Race Chapel. And, and, and Jerry Varnado. Uh, as he preaches, I begin to see pictures and things. And God reveals to me certain things that he said. And I see it. And he blessed my life. You know, I'm watching a movie right during the sermon. When, when Frank preaches here, uh, if you get your spiritual eyes inside spiritual eyes, 
and you see Frank's message, you begin to see things. They begin to be formed inside of you. So to know dreams and to understand revelation help me to somehow hear the message inspired by the Holy Spirit instead of one year from here, one year to there, and that's it. So revelation is critically important as you get into the spiritual realm of teaching and learning and being disciples. Okay. So, so what is the next verse? Verse 18, the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Notice I pray that the eyes, there are two eyes, the external and the internal. Okay, go ahead. That you may know what is the hope of his calling. Now, in order to have the spiritual insight and the spiritual eyes to see, you will hear what is the hope of his calling. What else? And what it what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. In the saints, his inheritance in the saints, meaning that his preaching, his ministry, his dying, his resurrecting, his ascension has been multiplied into glorious things in your life. And you are a recipient of the glory of God because it came through the suffering and resurrection of Jesus. But it's something that your spiritual eyes have to see it. You have to understand it. You have to be open to the spiritual eyes. Now, why is it that I don't drink beer? I don't drink beer mainly because I stop having visions. I'm drunk. Or too many beers. I just, you know, I just don't drink beer. Why? It, 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 in other words, alcohol just does it to me. A little glass of wine makes me see double. <laughs> so, why don't I uh, have... Computer stuff and, and things in the computer and and uh, and uh, uh, all of that and you know uh, uh, movies of different kinds and I'm, uh, I'm uh, because I want to stop the visual from outside coming in to occupy my brain. So I have cowboy movies in here and that's about it. Okay, Gregory Peck. I can I can tell you about the movies. That I see, I saw one this morning, and uh, 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 a little bit of it, and it was wonderful. And, and uh, I enjoyed sitting there with Cindy, and we watched a little little cowboy movie. Amen. So, 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 I'm not saying that I'm conservative, and I cannot understand the, like a good Georgia football and all of that. But the physical from the outside is lesser. I want to have the phys- spiritual, the inside. The eyes to see greater than what the outside feeds me. And by doing that, I've been able to hear God. So he is referring here to this concept of that dream that the physical eye sees flesh. But the spiritual eyes sees life. Both inside and outside. Look at uh, Revelation 4.3. Okay, go ahead. And he who sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. Sardius, a sardine stone. And there was a rainbow around about the throne. The throne. You see, it was like a jasper, meaning, meaning that uh, Horasis sees the physical and the spiritual together. So the dream reveals Physical stuff you're looking at and spiritual stuff you're looking at. And, you, and, there's, and there's the two working together. So 
in Revelation 4, 3, he who was sitting was like Horaces, a jasper stone. In his Sardis appears, there was a rainbow around the throne. So the external appears, looking to the spiritual appearance out and in, saying, looking through the windows of your soul. That's where this comes from. It comes from Horaces, looking through the windows of your soul. From the inside, you're looking out. From the outside, you're looking in. Less from the outside looking in. Greater vision from the inside looking out. What does the Holy Spirit does? He goes into your soul and He reveals the condition of your soul from the inside out to that which is a person inside or close to you. I mean, the vision of the Holy Spirit is all the way from the inside out. Say it. The from the, instead of the outside in. The Holy Spirit does not use physical things to point to you your personal need. He goes inside of the soul and reveals from the soul out. Now, is that important? Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's critically important. What is the next verse you have? Well, it, the rest of that verse is, In uh, sight like unto an emerald. That's the last of it. Right. So, uh, Horatius is the, the two eyes of the soul. The outside looking in and the, and the inside looking out. And the Holy Spirit looks inside. That is why when you begin constantly in ministry to people, it's much easier when you hear a, 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 a dream of some kind related to physical things, okay? Physical things. For instance, when Joseph had a dream and uh, to decipher uh, 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 the dream of the Pharaoh, remember? Before that, he had a vision of, of, a, uh, of a baker, remember? Yes. The baker doing bread. And, 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 uh, and uh, so he, he, he saw physical things. He saw the, the seven cows. They were what? They were what? The cows were skinny. They were dying. So it has to do with the... Now, this type of dream harasses is very popular. Matter of fact, 50% of all dreams is harasses because people see things, but they can't decipher as to what they're seeing and they're looking at because they're looking from the physical aspect. And you have to look from the spiritual aspect. Seven cows that are drying, dying in the Nile means that the, the state of Egypt is going through a seven years of famine. It's looking inside in the spiritual, reaching to the outside. And that helps us to, uh, to understand harasses. The biggest example for me here is Ephesians 1.18. I pray that your eyes will be understand, be enlightened. Okay? What is the hope of your calling? What, and, and, uh, uh, it's a, let, me, let me go to Ephesians because I... Uh, uh, Ephesians 1.18 is very important. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. The eyes of your heart having been enlightened with the present results that they are in a state of illumination. God is just opening your, your mind, your soul from the inside out. The eyes harasses that you may know what is the hope of His calling. Meaning the only way to know the hope of His calling if you have a revelation from God as to what the spiritual inside of you is revealing to the outside. So all counseling 
is a re- it's not a revelation. In other words, when I do constantly, I don't look from the outside in, even though it's available. I look from the inside out. Say the Holy Spirit, Spirit reveals the inside, reveals the out, inside out to you. That's what revelation knowledge is. Now, there are three gifts of the Holy Spirit who reveals that word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and discerning of spirits. To be a pastor, a minister, a counselor, and not understand how God reveals, it's got to be the bad, the worst decision you ever make. I mean, I see these counselors sitting down with people and, uh, and trying to decipher what's in front of them, trying to gather information and then make a decision after three hours of couch work. When God can speak through you and understand the work of the Holy Spirit, you get that much quicker. Much, much quicker. Remember, I told you a story about this tall man who came to me at a church called Grimes, Iowa. The pastor was Glenn Ray. And he came in, and I had, I had five, five rooms with people waiting. So I just went from room to room, Sunday school rooms, you know. And this man came. He was a big man, about way up there. So, you know, he sat down. And as soon as he sat down, I have a vision. And uh, 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 the vision was him holding the hand of an older man, taking him through a, 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 a restaurant. But the, the panel wood was all mahogany everywhere and lights hanging from the ceiling. I saw that in the table. I saw the table there had curved backs. And I, mean, I saw detail. And that was it. So I said, who's the old man that you carry by hand everywhere? And he began to cry. I mean, he just, just, just began to cry. And that was the end of it. He barely came in. You see, he's been in the, the man has been dead for 30 years. That's his father. He was blind. And he carried his father everywhere. Then the father dies, and he can't allow that to go. He's mourning for 30 years. And, and uh, I mean, look, he's sweet. And uh, boy, well, it was a matter of seconds, I've got my hand on top of him. And I begin to reprimand, communicate with the dead. How dare you? Let your father go. He is with God. And you keep on holding your father. I mean, that is yelling and screaming. The pastor came in and, and Glenn, Ray came, Glenn Ray came in. I mean, that was a mess. But that was dealt with that day that this man. Now, that takes less than five minutes. So let me ask you, uh, am I out of my mind? Am I a sick person? Am I charismatic crazy? Well, I'd like to ask you to please be careful when you refer to me as charismatic crazy because you're offending the Holy Spirit of God in me, and that can cause you early retirement. So what happened that day? A dream occurred, and God spoke to his servant and healed him. Amen. Uh, I can't go anymore because uh, we run out of time. So tomorrow, I begin with uh, uh, aptasia, which is a, it's an apparition. It's a trans type of vision. I'll see you tomorrow.